I'm Lights Camera Jackson. This is the LCJ Q&A podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. One of the most anticipated movies of the year is Lightyear, the new Disney Pixar movie. I have had the chance to screen 30 minutes so far. And joining me, director Angus McLean and producer Galen Sussman. Angus and Galen, welcome to the show. Thanks so Thank much. you. Glad to be here. Yeah, Angus, you previously co-directed Finding Dory, which came out in June 2016. And in the presentation we got to see a while back, you pitched this movie in October of 2016. So when did the brilliant idea for Lightyear hit you? Uh, I think about September 30th. No, it was, uh, it was very much a, 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 a Kobayashi Maru. The, the, um, I wanted to tell a story uh, about... I wanted to figure out like a, a way to tell like an action movie uh, or a sci-fi movie and, and exploring Buzz's story seemed like a, a really simple pitch to get into it. Like what was the movie that Andy saw and why couldn't we just make that movie? Because it would allow, uh, we have to build whatever world we build, we have to build everything. So why not just build a cool sci-fi world? It'll, it'll be just as challenging. And then that will be able to make something that was a little more aesthetically um, cool in the way that it just to, to adhere to the sensibilities that I, I'd always enjoyed. It was, it, it, directing a movie at Pixar sometimes is uh, getting to indulge in your weirdest uh, fascinations and this film is, is no exception. Uh, I love the footage so far. I can't wait to see the rest of the movie. And Galen, as someone who ha has helped build the Toy Story franchise and did that prior to this, including being responsible for us seeing Toy Story 2, which is a whole incredible separate story. But, but what does a, a universe expansion like this mean to you? Wow. Well, it's sci-fi and it's really cool and it's super tactile. And so it just, it, it kind of like um, touches on all the things that I really, really enjoy. It, it's, it's a place that I want to spend time, right? It's, it, mm. you can feel it. You can almost taste it. So it's so visceral. And uh, yeah, I love sci-fi. So spending five and a half years making a sci-fi movie, that's fine by me. <laughs> and time is such a key element, which we'll get into it a little bit yeah. now. Angus, since this is the movie that Andy watched and he fell in love with, was there any debate or discussion you and the team had about whether you should keep in the Disney Presents a Pixar Animation Studios film cards that show up at the eight minute mark? Uh, no, because, well, there was some discussion about what, what should we use the old logos, like the Toy Story the castle, which I think we didn't end up using for other reasons. Uh, no, I never thought about it that way. Uh, we, the, the, the Disney Pixar Presents, and once you have the, the, we needed to have something up front to just set the scene for what the movie is. Mm. And then once you're into that, you're just watching the movie. So it's just sort of meant to be, once you get past that, there's no more allusions to, to the Toy Story universe because we wanted the film to live on its own. Mm. Um, and the cards, the way that they're presented is meant to like signify, um, this, is, this is kind of a different kind of movie. Now realized, that I keep using the same visual motif of not of having the title in the movie itself. Uh -huh. Like Bernie has the title. Like uh -huh. I, I keep repeating myself. Anyway, same is true for this film. It's all a rehash. Look at me. No, um, but no, I think it's really cool looking. And um, that was always meant to be, you should give the audience this like, oh, I see 
this is a different kind of movie. It is. It is a different kind of Pixar movie, and it's so cool. I mean, the visual effects in this, my goodness. There have been some uh, great action sequences in Pixar films over the years, including the Incredibles movies. But Galen, what do you think you guys have been able to do with Lightyear that raises the bar when it comes to action in a Pixar film? A couple, I think it's a couple different things. One is just the overall cinematography, like really focusing in on what's most important and what's most exciting and not... Um, not overlighting everything so that, you know, it's very tempting. If you spend all this time building it, you want everybody to see it. You have to be able to throw things away. You have to be able to like narrow that focus onto what the exciting moment is. Um, and I think we're also at a place where we can really make our characters and sets and worlds, props, everything feel of, as if it is of one thing, right? So you really, you, there's nothing that's sort of pushing you out of the film, hopefully, so that you can really be there with the character. And, and that's what makes action scenes so exciting is that you, you feel like you're pulled in and, you, and you're getting more and you're more and more. And, um, it, and there are moments with this film where, you know, like when blasting into space where you just feel mm. like you're being propelled with the character. That's really what we're going for. And you're succeeding with that for sure. And in the first 30 minutes, we already hear Chris Evans deliver some of those iconic buzz lines that, that we heard Tim Allen say in the Toy Story movies. Angus, were they the trickiest to incorporate and for Chris to deliver in terms of pulling it off? They were not, they, they were, were they tricky to integrate? We, we always wanted to find a place where they were appropriately inserted so it didn't feel like it was unnatural. Uh, that took some trial and error on some things in the movie. But as far as Chris's delivery, uh, I think he, he, he was very quick to pick it up and, and, and run with it. He, always we wanted him to um, make the character his own and not feel like he was um, impersonating uh, Tim Allen. He had a lot of respect for Tim's performance. This is meant to be trying to embody his own uh, interpretation of it. Chris is a very facile actor and was able to kind of pick that stuff up really quickly. Yeah, you definitely make that distinction. I mean, we know that this buzz is different than the toy in terms of the personality, the way Chris brings that with the voice performance. It's a little bit different. It's all making sense and it's going to make sense to families as they see this on June 17th. And Galen, there's already a legitimate amount of emotion that we feel in the first 30 minutes when it comes to time jumps and loss. I don't want to give everything away for the listeners, but they feel like third act elements that come in the first act, which is great. Why does why did you feel it was so critical that we needed to go to the places that we do emotionally in the first act? Because you need to understand what Buzz gives up to do the job that he feels like he needs to do and, and what's lacking in his life, because that is fundamentally what he has to learn. He has to learn how to incorporate more into his life, something that's, you know, he needs to embrace the present. He needs to embrace the help of others. He needs to have that growth. And you can't really, you, you can say it, but that's not, that's not emotional. You need to show it. You need to be there with him as he experiences it. They are some powerful scenes. And before I let the two of you go, are you ready for the toy merchandise phenomenon when it comes to socks? Because I think kids are just going to buy as many socks, dolls, and, and toys as they possibly can. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I mean, I'm curious to see what they'll do. I haven't seen many of the socks toys, but I hope that they... Uh, I've seen a few of them. They're pretty cool. Um, socks is always meant to be a toy... Not in a cynical way, but just in like, I always find it funny the way that toys try to replicate like animal movement poorly. And I just find that hilarious. So that's kind of the character personality we put into it is 
as something that, that those little there's little jumping dogs that go yip 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 yip. It's like right. it's got some of that DNA. It's got a little bit of Muppet DNA in there. There's a lot of a combination of elements of familiar movement structures that I wanted to use for that character. So. But if Boston yeah. Dynamics wants to make a robot socks for us, we, we can work with them on that. I don't think you can. It's not, it's not going to. No, it's, come on. It'd be it's awesome. Too small. Wouldn't it be awesome? Well, it won't be screen accurate. That's going to bother me. I know, you. but it'd be fun. <laughs> Can't wait to see the, see the entire movie. Lightyear in theaters, June 17th. Angus McLean, Galen Sussman. Thank you for being on the LCJ Q&A podcast today. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Lights Camera Jackson. Thanks for listening. For more, go to Twitter at LCJ Reviews, lcj.podbean.com, and lights-camera-jackson.com. 